a high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, catching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Right, welcome back to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast. And for today's episode, I'm very happy to have a former Rutgers basketball manager who many fans will probably know and whose father was a longtime assistant as well. And making his own uh, bones in the coaching industry now, wanted to catch up with Vinny Vitrone. Vinny, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, man. So love what you're doing. I've wanted to catch up with you for a while, um, you know, that you're pursuing the coaching industry yourself. And I know you've been doing a lot of cool things. I've been following your career and uh, wanted to kind of get the word out with Rutgers fans and uh, touch base with you. Now you just got back from overseas. Why don't you tell everybody what you've been up to? Yeah. So I spent the last two months in uh, Rwanda. I was coaching in uh, the basketball Africa league. So it was a pro team out there. They take the best 12 teams in Africa and play for one championship. So I was out there for two months and uh, ran into some overseas payment issues type of stuff. So uh came back here and uh, going to get back to the training. And uh, why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Um, you've been doing personal training, coaching for, for a while now. Uh, why don't you tell everybody kind of what you've been doing, where you're doing it, all that. Yeah, so uh, after Rutgers, I did a graduate assistant year at Austin P University. And when I was there, I met a kid by the name of Terry Taylor, and he uh, picked me to run his pre-draft. He's currently uh, in year three with the Bulls, so he's been in the NBA for the last three years. And ever since I had that opportunity, i kind of just been doing the personal training and uh, been very passionate about that. So I'm located in uh, Hohokus slash Midland Park in Bergen County. So I'm up there with uh, kids from preschool all the way up to, you know, my pro guys in the summer. But Yeah, that's awesome in terms of doing the uh, pre-draft workouts. Um, any other type of personal training you've done with uh, any other pro professional basketball players out there? Yeah, so uh, in the summer when all the overseas guys are home, they always uh, make their way up and come see me a little bit. I had Miles Mack in there a lot. Kadeem Jack came in there to check in once or twice. Um, EJ Anasicki, who's from North Jersey. So it's good to stay there and, you know, see these guys always come back and watch their progress as they continue their careers. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like, you know, fans don't even realize kind of the careers players can have overseas. And obviously Mac and Jack, two former great Rutgers players, still playing today professionally overseas. And uh, that's really cool that uh, you've been able to kind of continue that connection with them. Uh, just in terms of, um, this past summer, uh, you, you've been involved in the, the basketball tournament for a while now. Um, and you had a lot of success this past year as an assistant coach. Uh, you made it all the way to the semifinals, uh, with, uh, was it Friday beers? Yeah. Friday beers. And, uh, how did you get hooked up with that team? Uh, maybe mention some players on there. I think, uh, was there a former Rutgers player on there? I can't remember. Uh, we had Deshaun Freeman on our team this summer. That's right. That's right. So, uh, 
No, yeah. So I was doing Team Jimmy V for a little yep. bit. Um, with a couple and that was with some of former managers as well, right? From Rutgers. Yeah, Matt Johnston and Alex Newman were with me doing that. And then uh, it kind of just got a little bit too expensive for us to do on our own. So then that's when I got hooked up with uh, Friday Beers. They were Armored Athlete and the GM over there liked what we were doing, like the some of the recruiting I was doing and brought me on over there. So I've been with them the last two years. And, uh, yeah, this year we went to the Final Four. Here we had Gabe York. He was with the Indiana Pacers the last two seasons, up and down from the G League. Uh, we had Cody Clark, who did a stint with the Celtics a couple years back. Uh, D. Bost, who's been a Euroleaguer. Julian Gamble and Ryan Brown, they were with Miami when they won the ACC with Shane Larkin. So we had a lot of high-level guys, and we lost on a tough shot. But I'll be back this summer trying to uh, finally bring that million dollars home. <laughs> and uh, same team? Yeah, so uh, we're working out some stuff with Friday Beers right now. But if it's not Friday Beers, we'll be with some sponsor pursuing it. And uh, I think what's cool about that, too, is that, you know, obviously the, the tournaments uh, gained a lot of popularity over the years. Um, and it's a really cool, especially like a lot of schools having kind of like alumni players uh, forming together. But also it provides a lot of great opportunities for young coaches like yourself. And uh, I think it's really cool that you've been able to kind of flourish in that um, in terms of uh, how were you able to get to Sean Freeman uh, on the team? Uh so I was lucky that I was his college roommate while he was at Rutgers. So I just kind of called him up and said, hey, look, I need you for two weeks. Don't make plans. And uh, we'll give you a couple of dollars as well. So that that helps. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. He, he's still playing overseas professionally as well, right? Yeah. So he's in Italy. They're playing really well. He's He's made a huge jump in the last year or two with his career. So very happy to see that. And he's doing well. That's great. Uh, obviously, you know, you have a, a long relationship with Corey Sanders. Uh, and, uh, you know, your father was the, the lead recruiter for him when he, he came to Rutgers and uh, when Eddie Jordan was the coach. And then, uh, you know, your father stayed on when, when Paykel took over. Uh, and then you were a student manager as well. Uh, why don't uh, you just kind of talk about how I, I think people don't realize, like, how, how much of a great relationship both of you have with Corey and how important that was to his success at Rutgers. Yeah, so I met Corey when my dad got finished at FDU when he wasn't coaching. I was working uh, all the Reebok All-American camps, and I met Corey there. So when my dad got the job, I basically went to him and was like, listen, this is the guy you need to get. I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, we, we had a good foundation in a relationship, and then my dad kind of took over, and, you know, he ended up picking Rutgers and – we had a fun time while we were together there. And uh, I know he's played in some places overseas, uh, Greece as well. Uh, wh where is he currently? So he started the year in Poland, and he as well ran into some uh, payment issues. So he had to take his uh, issues to FIBA court. So he's been waiting to get cleared for the last month so he could go finish the rest of the season out somewhere else. Nice. And um... – that would be uh, that would be fun if you had a reunion uh, in the tournament uh, at some point. Yeah, so he actually uh, played for another team this year. He played uh, for a team called Purple Hearts. They lost in the first round, but he had a good showing. 
But, uh, yeah, they offered him a little bit more money than we could this summer. So uh, he chose to go elsewhere. So Got it. And uh, just in terms of your time at Rutgers as student manager, how important that was, was that in terms of laying the foundation for your own coaching career and kind of how much you learned while, while you were there under Steve Peichel? Oh, yeah. I mean, first just starting there, being around Coach Jordan every day was great. And then when Coach Peichel came in, you know, a lot of coaches when they come in would kind of just try to close the doors and that was so not what he was like so he just came in and you know basically let me use every resource that they had there and i'm grateful for that just being around him jay young carl hobbs brandon knight just so much basketball knowledge every day in the gym to just pick their brains it definitely definitely helped jumpstart my career a little bit and uh, that last, uh, it's its crazy to think back now and, and that it's been almost six years, but uh, Corey's last run uh, at Madison Square Garden when they when they had those three games in a row, he made the first team. How satisfying was that for you and, and your dad just in terms of seeing Corey uh, succeed like that? And just also how, how much, I guess, did it feel like real progress for the program? And, and how, how surprised are you, I guess, in terms of how much success they've had since? Um, am I surprised at the success? I wouldn't say I was surprised because I saw the work that they were putting in even during the times when uh, we weren't getting that instant gratification in the beginning. But that run was probably the first sign that like, okay, like Rutgers basketball is here. And as you can see now, a couple years later, we're here to stay. So, you know, that was a great moment that I always look back on and, uh, I'm thankful I was being was able to be a part of that, and uh, you know, be with the program back then uh, to see where they are now from a recruiting perspective. Uh, you know how I, I guess it's it's obviously Rutgers fans are very excited about it. Uh, I guess how how, uh, how surprised and or excited are you uh, to see Rutgers potentially make the next step here? Uh, you know, in terms of getting elite recruits and and obviously uh, now Dylan Harper and Ace Bailey in the fold for uh, next season. Uh, no, a hundred percent. Am I a little bit surprised at that? Again, no, because I see the work that they put in and they're relentless. So, I mean, Dylan Harper, Ace Bailey, these are two guys that could really take us over the top. And when Pico came in, in his office, he had a bunch of, you know, trophy cases lined up and I've been slowly seeing them check off one by one tournament. Big Ten Championship, Final Four, and now all that stuff is its in line. So I'm ready for it. And, uh, you know, you, you've been around the game for a very long time. Uh, I, I guess what, what do you what do you think sticks out about Peichel in terms of what, how he resonates with recruits and families uh, that sets him apart from, from other coaches? Um, I think he's just honest and he's himself. You know, so he comes in there. A lot of coaches try to, you know, persuade you with things and stuff like that. He just, you know, he's going to bring you in. He's going to tell you the truth and he's going to show you the work that they do every day. And the ones that want to put in that work will come be a part of the, the progress here. So transitioning back to your own career, um, you're doing the personal training. How much is that uh, kind of a step for now? 
is that what you want to do long term? Are you, you know, hoping to get kind of into coaching with teams again, aside from the tournament, but like, you know, in college or pros or I guess what, what's the next step or goals for you long term? Yeah, so that's why I kind of went to Rwanda, because being a part of a team is like there's no better feeling than being a part of a team and working every day toward a common goal. So that's something obviously I still want to do. And uh, even though I got to take a step back here, you know, I'm not going to let it deter me. So I'm going to just keep doing my personal training. And when the next situation comes up, I'll be ready for it. That's awesome. And uh, what uh, in terms of your father, he was obviously at St. John's after Rutgers. Uh, he's uh, what is he currently doing right now? Uh, he is upstairs on the couch minding his own business. That's <laughs> Uh, well, he has a great life, I will say, right now. He's uh, taking the year to uh, kind of relax. It's got to be the first time he's been off in years. Oh, no, but I get on him, man. I go upstairs or I'll call him. I'll be like, what are you doing all day? And he's <laughs> like, man, I'm just relaxing, man. I need, I need some time to myself. <laughs> I guess he earned it. Absolutely. And uh, Rutgers fans should be grateful for the work that he did. And... Uh, very happy to see you have success in your own coaching career now and uh, obviously wish you the best and keep in touch in the future and uh, tell your old man I said hello and uh, thanks so much. Is there anything you want to just put out there for Rutgers fans in terms of how they can find you on social media or, you know, training wise, all that? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at Vinny Patron. So it's just my first and last name. And then I also have Beyond Limits Hoops, which is basically just my training company and if you go on there, you'll see more some of the individual and uh, individual work that I do. So if anyone's in Bergen County and knows somebody that needs some training, just contact me and we could get you in the gym. All right, Vinny, thanks so much for being here and uh, wish you the best of luck. And uh, we'll, we'll touch base with you soon. Thank you so much, Aaron. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Scarlet Faith.